Here's the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, on all the many COVID concerns. We won't be surprised when they first come down to Orlando if we have some additional players to test positive. What would be most concerning is once players enter this campus and then go through our quarantine period, then if they were to test positive or if we were to have any positive tests, we would know that there's in essence a hole in our bubble or that our quarantine is not, our, that, our, that our campus is not working in some way. So that would be very concerning. Certainly, if we had any sort of significant spread at all within our campus, we would be shut down again. Dan Davis Show, last segment. Uh, definitely got to talk a little bit about the NBA and the bubble or two bubbles, mm-hmm. which uh, Brian Windhorst reported to uh, ESPN today that it seems that it could be likely that the bubble in the NBA is actually, I mean, in, in, in Chicago, I'm, I apologize, is actually going to take effect due to the fact that the NBA was here during the All-Star game and they know the logistics of the city and they think it may provide them with a little bit more uh, advice or information as far as how to handle keeping those players in the bubble, quote-unquote. Uh, we do have players like former Bull, which again goes to show to management's problems. Spencer Dinwiddie oh. uh, saying he's not going to play, right? I ain't like, going to Chicago. He was going to average 20 and, and almost seven assists. Right. Oh, yeah, we can't keep him around here, right? Right. But uh, you have a, a lot more players, uh, DeAndre Jordan, because these players tested positive for the COVID-19 virus, uh, deciding not to go into the bubble. We've had NBA teams that were in their home uh, practice arenas decide to shut it down because they're getting too many um, infected cases. But the thing is now, what do you think about necessarily, one, the initial bubble? You have Dwight Howard coming out and basically talking about players, and we heard Damian Lillard say this a few days earlier, who are really going to be committed to basically keep the bubble as sanitized as possible as far as not going out or doing anything that can compromise anybody else inside of the bubble. So what do you think about that? And what do you also think about, D, about the fact that it seems more likely that the eight teams that are not going to be included in the playoffs are going to get some run here in Chicago in September? As I said on the score, and we filled in for Les Grobstein uh, last Friday morning, why? Who cares? I don't. I don't really care about what these other eight teams are doing. What, what did I say? Who care about these little funky uh, eight teams? I don't. I don't care about them. I mean, I mean, I care about them and their well-being. Yes, but seeing them play basketball, no. I. They're why? Why? What is the purpose of this? Now, I know you said earlier that, uh, and if please mistake, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. I know co- collective bargaining and sharing within all these leagues. You know, saying everybody get a little piece of that money. So I guess they feel like, hey, if I, I if I my my money, if I'm a team owner, it's like I hope y'all put these put these games on in this bubble. Damn it, I want something over here too. That's my money. So if mm-hmm. that's the case, I want to benefit from. I want to benefit from. I want to earn. you still getting. Money from it, you still money. benefited from it, even if your team is not playing. They haven't, but no, but you don't. I'm, I'm talking about the, the revenue. I'm talking about the uh, revenue yeah. within the, the, the well, league. Well, one, these teams would at least get the benefit of fulfilling their regular season television contract. True, that's the biggest thing. Yes, yeah, I, I so do understand. They at least have that money to help them to go through what could be one a season that's going to start later mm-hmm. than what it was going to start if COVID-19 had never uh, come into uh, come into America, infected Americans or anything like that. Mm-hmm. If the pandemic had never taken place, I guess is what I should say. Mm-hmm. So owners are trying to sit there and make sure that they tighten the belt enough so that they can sit there and make it. So this at least could one, give them a little bit now before even in December, if the NBA restarts, uh, and, and restarts that they can start to make money then. So, and there are, like you just alluded to, 
Uh, one of the things that Brian Woodhorse reported is his owners are like, listen, that is, is uh, uh, Kendrick Perkins said, that billion-dollar bubble, even though it's not a billion-dollar bubble, but that billion-dollar bubble, I'm providing uh, money towards that yeah, billion-dollar bubble. Yeah. What are you going to do to help me out? And mm-hmm. again, and one of the things when we were sitting there for Les Grafson or 6 7 to score, the point that I was trying to make, I think it's really beneficial for uh, Arturis Karnasovas and Mark, Mark oh, Easley yeah. uh, to really see. And I'm not like the, the, the yeah. Jim Boylan thing is one thing, and, but at least they sit there and provide the owners with what they wanted. But it's really a looking at what they have and looking at really, I won't even just say how they what they have, but how they react. Yeah, yeah. You get to know how these players react. And I said the same thing about the Detroit Pistons uh, under a new uh, front office management. Yeah, that I they think got teams, teams like that, I think it, it definitely helps because you're looking at this through a totally new lens compared to teams that already know what they have and, and, and in some ways may have already made their decisions already. Yeah, I, I, was, I was definitely going to go to that. I was going to bring it up, especially with Detroit having a new GM. So, yeah, those teams, yeah, they want to kind of see what they have before the start of the season even happens. But, you know, in the, in the, the, the bigger grand landscape, scheme of things, the grand scheme of things, the bigger landscape, but this is entertainment. And a lot of these teams that are going to be playing in this 18 bubble are not entertaining. They are not good. That's the reason why they're not down in the billion-dollar bubble. So, I mean, yeah, people are going to take it because people want to see some type of sports, and uh, they're going to watch it, obviously. I'm going, to, I'm going to watch it, you know, just, just the curiosity of it. I might watch a little bit of it, but after that, it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but, I mean, still, and it still comes down to the simple point of are we 100% certain that the team that these leagues are going to ha- are, are, are they going to happen? Because even Adam Silver, Adam Silver, who's the, the commissioner of the NBA, he's even come out and said, like, "Hey, listen, man, we get these numbers. These numbers are a little bit too high. We gonna shut this down." Yes. So he has to, right? Yes. Yeah. He, he he's not going to force nobody to do anything, right? He's not. He's yeah. not. He's not crazy like that. He's not going to do that. You know. It's going to look. So, it'll, it'll look at and when it comes to concerns about a human being and look as he doesn't care because initially he said right, right. there were going to be a lot of cases and we're going to have to play through it right but then the cap is well how many cases is it before we're like that's too many we're risking too many people i don't we think it's start- i don't think it's tied to how many i think it's going to be tied to who no, that's not a bad one. That's not a bad who, one. I can't who argue gets with that. It. Yeah, who gets it? Because if you have a lot, and I think I've brought this up a thousand times before. LeBron's going to be safe. <laughs> Le- I, I, LeBron listen. is going to make sure. Listen, LeBron is going to have Y'all stay away from him, me. Right? AD's going to have to talk to somebody to talk to LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, so that's what you have to. I think, I, I think you're right, Ken. Obviously, how many cases going to hit to the point where you're like, okay, all right, we need to step back from this. But also, too, it's going to be able to – it's going to be who gets it and how it affects the team. Because, listen, let's say a few stars get it and people on the outside is kind of like, man, I ain't trying to see the 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 L.A. Lakers without LeBron James or Anthony Davis. Man, turn this off. You know what I'm saying? You, you're going to have that when you come to fans. They're very finical, uh, finicky. Besides being fanatics, they're finicky, too. So yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen. But as far as the bubble, you're talking about the health thing, uh, or people, or, or people going to be able to, uh, or players going to be able to um, stick with it. Hey man, listen, uh, we see right now what's happening in this country. A lot of people are not adhering to the rules, uh, just the rules of decency, the rules of just kind of like making sure everybody is okay. Um, that people are not doing that. We see, I don't know how many videos of people 
arguing with people or trying to fight people who don't have a mask on inside of stores. Saw a video of a guy pulled a gun on somebody uh, because they told him to put a mask on. Uh, so you're going to have some people not saying the NBA players going to do anything ra- irrational, anything like that. But you're going to have some cats that's going to be a little loose and they're going to be like, man, we're going to be all right. <laughs> you know, and next thing you know, something bad can possibly happen. So if this is, this, it's all a risk, man. It's all a risk. I've said it plenty of times. I don't think the risk is worth the reward. I think these guys. I don't think any of us think that. I don't yeah, think any of yeah. us think that. Yeah, I think I think the men and women, especially the WNBA. Did you see the video of supposedly what the WNBA like, whatever the bubble they living in, uh, like the like the laundry room? Something looked like it looked like something out of the Jets almost. Like something like they, a, a, a roach, were, like a mousetrap on a wall. And I thought they were at the wild world. I thought they were at the wild world of sports too. Man, listen, that video looked hideous. I've been in some trappy uh, uh, laundromats. That look like a trappy laundromat to me. Like, why are you doing these sisters like that? You know what I'm saying? So, it's like things like that, man. It's gonna be, and it's gonna be like, man, this is this is nuts. I don't know if I want to do this or not because you're worried about your physical, but now you guys start worrying about the mental. Or listen, this is a point that I've been making. We're seeing that now how this can affect your heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know it can affect your nervous system. Your kidneys. These are all going to be things that are used in negotiations against players, especially. If they exhibit the fact that they have uh, long-standing uh, uh, afflictions from what take place, I see you had. Nobody's going to come into our arbitration you had like COVID last year. Mm-hmm. You don't blow it out, Max. You don't blow it out like you used to blow it out running them bases. Going to be like, man, your lung capacity is not what it used to be, right? Especially, listen, this is another thing too. We don't act like they take personal standards. They know what your lung capacity used to be. Oh, you absolutely. Have to bring- they know yeah. everything. So, especially going back to John Paxton, want to take a DNA test on your ass, but uh, slash Eddie Curry. <laughs> but just, I mean, when you like, that's my thing. On top of players risking themselves, you're risking your future because you don't know how this is going to long. I was watching um, uh, Mr. Quest, uh, CNN uh, Roman editor, and also he, he sometimes fills in. It's a British cat. Mm-hmm. And he was on it that he caught COVID. The stock market dude? Uh, I believe so. He yeah, caught COVID in uh, April. Oh, he had COVID? He had COVID. Oh, I remember I there was that. a joke out there. Remember it was a joke out there about how many, I think it was like a Fox joke, how many CNN and people like CNN was changing COVID about their anchors getting cat, caught catching mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, after Cuomo. Mm-hmm. I forgot which uh, uh, lady. Uh, Brooke, uh, Brooke Baldwin. Yeah, Brooke Baldwin or whatever. So he was on there and he was talking about how um, so we're kind of finding out that people are afflicted by some ICU condition that people usually have when it affects your balance, your memory, uh, coughing, and so on and so forth, a lot longer than when you're necessarily dealing with it while you're in the hospital. So he was saying, and it's funny because it goes back to me saying that I think I may have it because my balance kind of, and I'm like, one thing I like about Kelsey, she has a great balance. That's, mm-hmm. that's good me. But, um, that is. I tend to tell you, uh, but my balance hasn't been the same, right? Like my balance hasn't been the same. That's with me blowing out a knee, and I had to readjust learning how to balance myself on a knee. Um, but saying the, that the doctors basically say we don't know how long it's going to take. It, it basically not to say it won't heal, but it may take a lot long. And this just goes to the thing we were saying earlier in the show about we don't know enough when we're talking about West Joe West. 
we don't know enough about this to sit here and be like, man, it is what it is. Because it may not be what it is, what it is. You know what I'm saying? So you never know. You never know how it's going to affect you. And that mm-hmm. goes back to my point of, like you said, Ken, we all, I think we all agree with this. And I even think I know we do is the risk worth the reward. And you seeing players uh, step out, Ryan, I was, I don't know why I thought about you when I saw this. It was, um, well, it was, uh, yeah, that's true. Sean Doolittle. I think his first name is Sean Doolittle, the the, yes. the, the pitcher from uh, mm-hmm. for the Washington uh, Nationals, and how he was going off like, man, we're not even doing anything. We're not we're not doing what we're supposed to do in this country mm-hmm. to make sure sports come back. His he's like, right. I don't even know what I'm going to do because my wife has unrealized conditions, and I haven't got my test back. You hear then you start to hear all these other teams canceling practice because nine days, nine days down, nine days before the tests come back. Which you have to understand with contract tracing. And this is this isn't just the MLB. This is in America. It's America. Period. Right. God tells you we got all these tests. They can't even. You can't do contract tracing if it takes. Yeah, thank you. Contact tracing if it takes a week, if not more, to get the test back. It defeats the purpose. All right. Or like how about you, this, Ken? What? It's like, so many people out But how about this? It's so many people out there. Mm-hmm. How can you contact trace it? You put well, no, con- you- you the contact, you put the contact, you really contact trace when the numbers come down. It's like, okay, cool. Now we'll be able to find you all. But, but now see, the numbers are going so high. It's kind of like, right, what's the purpose of even doing that? You can't even do that no more. That, well, it, it, it's, it's a double issue. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make sense when it's 10 days out and I find out you have it. Mm-hmm. it, I, it contract tracing doesn't work. It's contact. It's, it's contact. I apologize. I've been yeah. drinking alcohol. Contact <laughs> tracing doesn't work. All right. I'm, I don't understand. Hey, hey we got legal, man. Yeah. We're we here for you. We're here for America. you. That's, all. Yeah. I'm, I'm That's just a funny comment. I'm going, I'm going through a lot. All right. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm gonna have a claw right after this, buddy. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm not. In the, oh, I'm, especially, I'm drinking tequila after this, so don't worry. Oh. Surprising, you drank so much tequila when I was a tequila drinker. You wasn't hitting tequila like that. Well, I just it's just what's available to me. I all right, all right. You know that. But uh, the thing still is with with contact tracing is it works when you find out this person is sick and then you attack it right away. Right. So in the MLB, and we saw with Chris Bryant talking, and Chris Bryant and David Ross talking about hiccups, they're already having an issue with people getting their results back efficiently yeah. and as early as possible. Mm-hmm. So you can't even go back and be like, "Well, well," because one memory, uh-huh. like this, like it's just it's it's so many other issues. So and this is again the microcosm of it is the MLB. The bigger issue is here in America. There are people talking about it may take two weeks to get your answers back as far as if you are infected. Man, you could when be someone the, is, you could be super sick in the ground by then. That's a lifetime. Or, or you could world. be or you could be asymptomatic yeah, and that too. That's the word. That's really the real thing. Yeah. If you if you're sick, you're in the hospital. Right. But if you're asymptomatic you quarantine at home. Yeah, but if you're asymptomatic, you haven't been put on alert. You, they haven't put the people that you've come in contact during that time frame on alert. And so when people are lying and talking about, we got enough tests, 
we don't, and well, let me put it like this, we can't process them. So maybe if we're going through the semantics of it, we can't process them at a, at a rapid a rap, a rapid enough pace right. to where it's beneficial to saving more lives. Hey, we got all these tests. I can't I can't tell you what with the results, but I got all these tests. You like call like Matt Nagy with his like <laughs> supposed room full of plays. Look, and yeah, he can't call right. any plays. These, Look at all these, my tests. These you use car lot. I got all these cars. I don't know if the brakes work, <laughs> but I got all these cars. I don't, I don't know where the keys are at, but right. man, let me tell you something. I got all these so, cars. Yeah, find yeah, out. Find out when you're on these streets, right? Risking your ass. <laughs> But like it's, I mean, oh, so we're, we're going through a situation where we're talking about it. I mean, let, let me say this too. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a crew, uh, one, we look at it as probably sports shouldn't come back. And it's a sports show. People may take that as uh, like, what the hell are you doing? Whatever. Um, y'all ain't, I, I value your y'all ain't, y'all ain't paying this. But, uh, <laughs> but also, um, it's one of those things that even when sports comes back, there are going to be hiatuses because it's going to be too rampant because you're going to have, like we just see with people in practice, it spreading. Practice? Not a game. Not, a, not, not the game that I go out there and, and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. We're talking about practice, man. Practice? practice? Not a game. Not a, COVID, not a game. Wait, not, not, not COVID play, COVID practice? Right, and we, yeah. we and that's the thing you have to focus in on while you're just wanting to get back to what you like. We like and funny thing with us, like all of us is kind of be like, man, I'm gonna do my life regardless or whatever, dude. When you like, man, y'all need to get y'all ass out there, dude. Again, I said this on the six seventy. Them cats, humans. I don't care how much money they make, they're human beings. And on top of that, and especially it always. Um, it's always a beer in my bonnet when it comes to people that live off of unions. And I'm not saying that in a disparaging matter. I'm saying that to where your union, your union beliefs don't apply to other people's beliefs necessarily mm-hmm. due to how much money they make. They make. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. like that union is still supposed to be there for not just money, but also to ensure that they're safe. And these guys can compromise their future earnings uh, I can say in baseball, the least, and that's not just baseball. I'm not having no baseball. Any GM, any arbitrator, anybody negotiating the contract on the other end is going to be like, son, your lung game has been short since you had that COVID-19, right? They're not going to be like, we don't care. You got-. It's going to be few and far between teams to be like, you went out there for us. We don't care. It, exactly. you know, it, it'll be like one well, or two players that the team is, is – is, he is the team basically that someone won't hate on that. But the rest of the players are going to lose money due to that. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. And that's a good point because when you talk about arbitration, literally the process is when we're in arbitration, the team builds up the strongest possible case of why we don't pay this guy. And they bring out everything. That's why a lot of teams don't want to go to arbitration with players because they know how ugly it can look because players are going to be like, damn, that's what you think of me mm-hmm. after all I've done? Yep. Okay. How about this? It's going to get to the point going to have a lot of calls on a lot of radio shows, sports radio shows across the country after this year to go past. It's going to be like, damn, didn't he have COVID? I wouldn't pay him that much money because he had COVID. So now it's going to get flipped to mm-hmm. all these people who think they're owners, these pseudo owners. Oh, man, he right. made too much money. He had COVID too. Man, you can't give him that contract. You got to put the COVID into it. 
it's, that's going to happen next. So these players, once again, understand your power. Understand your power. If you think that this is a bunch of shenanigans and foolery and tomfoolery, be like, I ain't going out there. I ain't doing it. The fans will come back next year when you're They'll playing come back and doing anyway. all the great Look, stuff. Right. They, no don't care. they don't care about you. They care about themselves. And oh, they I hate be... that Patrick Mahomes for sitting out. I'll never watch a game of Exactly. Music. They don't care about yeah, right. you. I'm talking to the players. They don't. The fans don't care about you. They care about themselves and how they want to be entertained. Take care of yourself. Mookie Betts in Boston used to be like, <sighs> After that COVID, he was like, that's going to be an arbitration. <laughs> like, if you don't get that, yeah. that's going to be in his arbitration. Like, son, you used to be able to run like a gazelle, right? What happened, what happened baby? Right, son, you have to take a break. Like, if you don't understand that and, like, you don't care, like, I guess I said something about yourself. I mean, because I care about any individual and I want every individual to be able to make their maximum earning capacity. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes, uh, players in sports can make a lot more than any of us, but I'm not jealous of that. And but I don't they look should down. because they're freaking aliens. And also <laughs> they're, 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 the amount of time that they can actually benefit from making money is shorter than ours uh, due to the fact that it's usually 20, if they're a player that plays a long time, 20 to 35. And that's if they're lucky, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for the rest of us who don't usually hit their primes financially until they're in their 40s. 40s. It's not the exact same thing whatsoever. So you shouldn't even apply that apples to oranges argument to when it comes to what players are making because you don't apply it to what owners are making. Exactly. Exactly. 